everybody, welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 284, Layoffs and Delays. We are back, and I heard the audio this time, so the intro music is working. Yay! Yes, it, is. it probably means nobody will be able to hear Rob and Brun. <laughs> so, but, oh well. <laughs> what, what can I do? I can't, I can't do anything else, but it's working! Yay! I hate technology. Uh, I'm your host, one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. With me, as always, is Rob and Bron. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So, yes, we, uh, we, we restarted here, so we noticed that our intro music wasn't playing for some reason, but our audio was, so who, who knows what's going on. Gotta love these programs. But we got a big show for you this week. And uh, some cool stuff to get to, so I think we should just get to it. And of course, you guys can't see me, but I'm sporting a shirt and tie this week. So I'm bringing it. Just thought I'd share that with you. I, I see it on the Twitch feed. You're, you're looking mighty dapper. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just normal, old school t-shirt today. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't intentional. It was just a, a, a lack of time to change. So... <laughs> Um, I haven't even. Eaten you're you're like that dude from uh, Green Acres, aren't you? You go out, you like clean your pool and shirt and tie and suits. You rake yeah. your rocks outside. Yeah, that's it. I just didn't have Catch time scorpions. to uh, change, so I didn't even get a chance to eat dinner. So I'm gonna eat dinner after this is done. So, uh, huh. just one of those days. So anyway, this is the we'll... TXL diet then. Yeah, welcome to This Xbox Life. Uh, if you want to check out our sites at thisxboxlife.com, you can also support the show by doing all your purchases through Amazon.com and by using our associate affiliate link by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon or just going to our website and clicking the Amazon uh, link there on the right-hand side of the page. Uh, if you uh, Doing that allows us to earn a little bit of money back from your purchases and we are now giving away gift cards, and we'll be doing more such cool stuff in the future. Uh, the winner this last week for this $10 giveaway was Sky Kiddo uh, for the correct answer of Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas. So congratulations, Sky Kiddo. I will send you out your card via Xbox Live here in a few minutes, or your code anyways. And uh, stay tuned and uh, keep listening. And in the community section, we will show another box art for a random Xbox game. And all you got to do is go to our contest page, which Rob will now clear out and prep for you guys so you can go and fill out the form. All you got to do is give us your gamer tag and the name of the video game that you are seeing on the screen displayed in our community section later in the show. And then we will pick a random winner for another $10 gift card next week. So, with that being said, before we go into anything else, I got something a little special. Unfortunately, it's going to be delayed because Rob and Brun are going to have to... They won't hear it and except... So, Rob and Brun, mute your uh, headsets. I'll watch, watch it on Twitch un feed. Unmute the Twitch feed. And um, it'll be a little bit delayed, but here we go. Let me get everything prepped. And... Uh, here we go. This doesn't bode well. I don't hear anything. <laughs> it's ruined! Oh my goodness. 
anyways, it's a happy birthday song. It's supposed to be playing happy birthday. You're supposed to hear the music. I don't know why it's not playing. It played earlier. It was a bunch of kids playing, happy, singing happy birthday, uh, and I was going to interject your name because they leave a blank spot, and I was going to sing to Rob. But I'm sorry it failed. I don't know what happened. There's no music to it. And it was kind of fun. <laughs> you know, I don't think I hear us on the video. You've got to no. be kidding me. No, I thought I I I heard us. I can hear us Sing talking. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. But when I unmute I can hear Wing talking about the song. Yeah, but are we can can we hear everybody else? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Rob do you That's the question. I thought I, I just heard I, myself. I heard us. <laughs> just kind of weird talking. <laughs> yeah. Rob. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm moving on. Uh, yep. Hopefully someone out there that's not uh, the three of us can tell us if they can hear. Can you hear <laughs> us all clearly? <laughs> all right. So that was I don't know what happened. It was such a cool little happy birthday to you. So anyways, happy birthday, it Rob. Was. Hey, thanks, guys. I feel bad. I was like trying to do something special, and it no, 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 that was awesome, man. That was awesome. It's so lame. It's so lame. I was even now, trying to like interject. Um, whoops! I was trying to interject uh, my like my name into the to the video, but the video I I had worked and played, and these little kids wishing you happy birthday. So, so happy birthday, Rob. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, what are you? Twenty-one you know, now. Forever 21. Forever 21. Now, just that, like, my birthday episode has the title Layoff on it. Uh, are you trying to tell me something with that, by the way? No. <laughs> no? Okay, okay. It's not related. Okay. Not related. Not related. <laughs> so. Phew. So, Rob, why don't, you, why don't you tell us what you've been playing this week? All right, all right. So, uh, I've been continuing my Tomb Raider uh, playing, getting pretty close to the end. I'm actually going through and collecting all of the little doodads throughout the levels right now. Uh, just going back and just cleaning house. Because uh, there's that one point, if you guys remember, where you get to the spot that says you can't travel back once you pass that point. So I, I eventually got to that. So loving that game. Uh, that's just such a fantastic game. Uh, doing some more Lego Marvel with my son. Uh, that's also just a blast. And uh, after that one, I think we're definitely going to do the uh, Lego Movie one. That one seems kind of interesting. And uh, some Peggle 2. Uh, played that with my son also. So I I'm really turning him into a little gamer. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Uh, now, I've been talking about some issues that I've been having with uh, Xbox One and over the past couple of weeks. And the stuff's continuing. It's so weird. I, I really haven't heard anybody else talk about this too much. But, for example, with Tomb Raider, when I resume the game sometimes, it'll have no audio. And I have to go into – Peggle 2 is my uh, usual app that I go into. I go to Peggle 2, then I come back, and then everything works again. Or the controller disconnects. It froze on me. Uh, there was one point where it just went to a black screen. I mean, I don't know if this is some side effect of the whole VM business or what, but it, it's really odd, and it's just it's 
possibly hitting a couple of titles, uh, at least for me. Uh, it was doing that on Max, and it's doing it on Tomb Raider. Uh, I haven't been... Oh, and we had the controller disconnect on Marvel as well. So I'm really curious to see if other people have had the same issue or if it's just me. Um, outside of that, uh, I did mention a couple weeks back that I had gotten the Polk Melee headset. I, basically, the deal with that was is that it's a 360 headset, and I was using it on my 360, and they had a deal where if you register your Melee, then once they have this Xbox One adapter, they send it to you for free. Well, I finally got it on Thursday of this past week, and it turned out, much to my surprise, that it was an actual Microsoft uh, Xbox One uh, headset adapter. So it wasn't uh, some third-party doodad that you just put on it. It was, it was the real deal. They sent that along with two cords. One was a USB cord to do the controller update, and then the other was uh, one of those typical stereo headphone type of cords so you can use the headset with the uh, cell phones or music players or whatever. And I got to say that it's it's a phenomenal headset, even on the Xbox One. Uh, I really prefer it on the Xbox One over the 360 just because there's less cabling. The cable just goes from the right ear uh, piece, headphone, whatever, on the right ear, and it goes down to your controller, and that's it. Whereas on the Xbox 360, it goes from your uh, right ear down to this little thing that plugs into the bottom of the uh, controller, which picks up the chat audio, and then it goes from there to this little cylinder that you got on the floor by the Xbox, which then hooks into the uh, optical input. So there's quite a bit of connectivity on that one. Uh, I much prefer the Xbox One. Not that the 360 version is a big deal or not. I mean, it, in the end, it really doesn't matter since you're just playing uh, the game on the monitor TV or whatnot, and you're not looking at what's on the floor. But the the audio quality on it is phenomenal. And uh, I was reading some somebody posted uh, something about the four shot saying that the uh, that they're that it hurt after a while, the melee definitely, uh, it feels great even after a couple hours of gaming. And uh, I believe that the design is pretty much identical between the two. It's yeah, just I the interface. They, they looked the same. I couldn't tell Yeah, the they're identical. Was. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a really nice design where it cups your ear. So basically the, the foam sits on your head. So it sits on your melon, <laughs> not on your ears. And it doesn't press the ears or anything. Actually, like the ones that I've got now actually are more annoying than the Melee ones. But uh, the quality on it is excellent. And one of the things that I really like about it now is that it's one awesome headset that you can use on both systems. All you basically got to do is unplug the ear uh, cord. Uh, let's say if it was on the 360, you unplug that one. And you just plug the other one in. So you can basically flip-flop between the two. If if you're looking for a headset, you got both systems, uh, you might want to check out the Melee. They're still doing the free adapter right now. You just got to register with your serial number. And then uh, you can get it on both systems. So you don't have to buy an additional one to use just on your Xbox One. And if they ever discontinue this program, 25 bucks gets you the Microsoft adapter and you can just use that. So, um, 
yeah, it's uh, it's phenomenal headset, and I'm very pleased with what they did. I thought it was going to be some kind of third-party puck or whatnot, because that's actually what they called it. That was on the shipping invoice uh, that they had, so they called it a puck. So I thought it was going to be some third-party thing, but uh, I was pleasantly surprised. So double thumbs up to Polk for making such an awesome, awesome headset. And I had something else I wanted to talk about, but I totally forgot what it was. Maybe I'll remember by the end of the show. It'll so, be your one more thing. Yeah, one yeah. One more thing. Yeah, one more thing. Delay us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm delaying my bedtime. Okay. I, I learned it from my son. <laughs> nice. One more thing. One more thing. All right. How about you? So, uh, was that it then, Rob? Yeah, that was it for now. How about you, Brian? Did you did you play anything this week? Well, I won't delay us too long. <laughs> for for some reason, I feel like I'm the next generation Rob. Yes. <laughs> and you know, you, we did. Uh, there was some negative comments about you last week in the Facebook group. I had, oh. I, had I had to go out and because you were just a PC gamer and you didn't have an Xbox One. <laughs> But oh. the person didn't know you were the founder, one of the founders of the DXL. <laughs> so I, I, I did the, that set him straight, and he said, okay, you know, he wasn't being rude. He was oh, just no. sharing his thoughts, you know, about the new host. So, so I'm yeah. hoping you brought something to the table this week. Otherwise, we might have to just fire you after week two. I don't know. Well, no, let's <laughs> just dock his pay for now. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. that's what we'll do. We'll dock his pay. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the person who did comment, no, no fear. I, I will eventually get there. Uh, just have other things to to take care of first. Um, so, but as far as gaming this week, um, I uh, didn't get to anything. Oh, I'm a failure. You got anything at least like mobile games? Come on, you did something. <sighs> um, I played some crazy taxi. To Ooh, try yeah. it out since it was free on iOS. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was free yeah. on Android too. Yeah, I just this week was really busy with work. I mean, really, really busy. And of course, I I'm not playing games between Mondays and Thursdays during Lent, and just Friday, Saturday, and something. You know, today is just just super busy. So. Oh yeah, you gave up games for Lent, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So that kind of puts crazy. a that puts a dent in some <laughs> stuff, but. um yeah, Dang it. wouldn't you Dang give it. up like cauliflower instead or something? I usually give up. I usually give up a couple things and then I do a couple things. So like things that I wasn't doing regularly, like I'll start to do like you know read every night or do some more of my online courses and stuff for development. I'll do those every night and uh, you know not drinking pop. I'm not uh, playing games Monday through Thursday. I'm not. Cheating during the week on my diet, <laughs> so <laughs> just things like that. So, but as far as games, they they kind of had to take a back seat today or this weekend. So maybe maybe next weekend. Well, I hope so. Yep. Otherwise, otherwise you're gonna have to start paying us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Alrighty. So this week I got a. I only got one game in this week, um, so I don't know. Maybe oh, and and Rob, just you might want to check the Twitch. Someone has a question for you regarding headsets on the chat. But um, I played Titanfall. <laughs> That's it. That's all I played. 
Really? I did, I did play it the day that it released, um, and then I was sick and didn't get to get back to it until it was Friday night. I like, I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel somewhat better. I've got to play a little bit. So I played some uh, then, but that's it. That's all I had time for. And it didn't matter if I had time for everything else. I... Um, I was only going to play Titanfall. The game is just phenomenal. I absolutely love it. Very, very, very cool game. Um, it, it's uh, you guys definitely got to try it out. Let, let me put it this way: it lived up to the hype. I played the beta when it came out, yep. um, and I was kind of like, "Eh," you know. I mean, people were just like, "Oh, this is great." For some reason, when I played it, I was kind of like, "Eh." I, it just I was like okay I don't know what the difference is I really don't um, but I just love the game it it is there's so much it's very fast paced if if you want um, it's it's almost like Call of Duty <clears throat> and people are gonna hate that I said that but it is Call of Duty with the Max period um, it's still got that very fast pace it's almost faster if you can believe it. It's very fast-paced, but you still you need to work together. So it's almost like taking the fast-paced part of Call of Duty, taking the kind of team-oriented aspect of Battlefield, and trying to kind of bring them together. Because you can be out there lone wolfing it and, and destroying people, and your team loses. You know, and uh, we got a, a lot of community members. He's all choked were, up about were, this. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Who we were talking about, you know, they were playing and they were just kept losing, they kept losing, and it's like, you got to really get with a team that's going to work together to hold the points. Uh, you know, it's more than just killing people, you know. Uh, a lot of them are attrition and stuff, but, you know, you still have to, you still want to defend, you want to, you know, uh, when you're on those hard point modes, you, you've got to do that and work together as a team and, and take out different things. Um, teams that do that are going to dominate and do really well. But what I found is, I, even when we were getting slaughtered, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't often that it was just a massive slaughter. It happened a couple of times, and the the, the time that it happened was it was it, I mean it was such a slaughter. It happened so quick it was kind of like something funny going on. I mean it was just bizarre. I mean, it was so quick. It's like, how can the match end that fast? Um, so we just hopped out and got into another match. But um, most of the time, I mean, we've had some just really good battles and, and I've had where we've just gotten beat really bad, but I still have a great time. The game is so much fun. Uh, I, I've, I've had matches where I don't even get into my Titan. I have him in follow mode. I actually like having him follow me around and I actually like staying on the ground as a pilot. Uh, because a lot of times people get focused on those titans, and you get the opportunity to kind of do some things. So there's a there's so many challenges to the game that it, it really it's like you want to uh, expand and do all these different things. And it, you know, with Call of Duty, the only real thing that I found was I'd get kind of maybe a couple like I'd, I'd, an SMG or an assault rifle or an LMG. Those are about all I would want ever want to try. I never really did anything else, but with this game, there's so many different like aspects of it that 
in in the way the challenges are working. And I know the challenges exist in Call of Duty too, but this one like kind of makes me want to do other things. I stuck with one rifle for a long time because I was trying to max out every piece of that, every challenge in that one rifle to get an achievement. Once I did, I was all excited because I was like, okay, now I can try the like the smart pistol and I can try the LMG which I finally unlocked and there's a sniper rifle which I want to give it a try. Um, you know, but the weapons are really cool. The the mods and stuff you get for your Titans and your pilots are you know you can cloak or you can run really fast. Um, the whole verticality of the game I'm still trying to get used to you know, get off the ground, get up in the, the the buildings. I'm still trying to figure out and get used to jumping up on, you know, where can I jump and how do I get to the top of the building? Um, it, it just brings a whole other aspect to the game, which is so much fun. I, I'm hooked. I mean, I'm like, a, it's like, this is great. It is an absolutely fantastic game. Uh, I've not really run into many issues, technically, um, we've had a couple issues where people can't we can't get like one person into the game um, they can be in the party but we can't seem to get them into the game I've seen that on other games before so I think it's more of an Xbox Live issue NAT, NAT um, settings or whatever those yeah are. those but I mean we've got people that saying their NAT is open or they're in a game and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden they, they fall out or they drop out and then they can't get re-invited invited back you know, so I don't know if it's NAT issues or what, but um, uh, it, it's just a fantastic game. And one thing I do like is you level up pretty quick. You get to like level 30 really fast. Um, and I, I and I'm like at a I'm in the 40s already, and I've only I really played Tuesday and Saturday night. That's it. Um, and I'm already in the level 40. Um, I could have been already prestiged if I wasn't sick and was able to play all week. Um, lots of people are already leveled up several times, prestige several times, or, or regen, they call it, the next generation pilot. Um, I'm definitely going to do it. Um, but uh, the burn cards are cool. I've seen some really neat burn cards. There's one I got the, just last night that it shows every player, every enemy player on the map. So I'm like, that's cool. Um, there's one that shows uh, like all the AI guys on the map. Again, those burn cards only last until you die. And I'm still not sure how I feel about that, because you'll put a double XP burn card, and then it, it's like every time I do that, I might kill one guy, and then I'm dead. It's like whenever I go on the, like, I just killed 12 guy run, I never have the double XP card at that point, you know? <laughs> so that's it's it's always like you always hate to use them, but... You know, you might you gotta use them. I mean, they just you just keep getting more, and you'll tap out at a certain number. You can't get any more, so you might as well use them. So Titanfall's six v six, right? It's six. It's twelve real real people. Right. So it is six versus six, but okay. there are, I think the it's thirty two AI. No wait, twenty eight AI. So I think it's like a twenty on twenty match. So it keeps right. it it keeps it alive, you know, and, and good with the bots. Now, a lot of people are like, you know, there was a lot of negativity about this. Well, why can't we have two hundred and fifty six players, you know? That's why Yeah, that's why I'm bringing it up. Well, massive action game doesn't even exist anymore. Which was yeah. a PlayStation <laughs> Yeah, we can do two hundred and fifty six players. It, it was a failure. I mean it, you can't you think it's bad to try to get a small group of people to play together. 
How are you going to get 256 people or 128 people to play together on a team? It's just not going to happen, you know. Um, but that just wasn't a success. Battlefield, I think they, I think their max isn't it 64 players on PC, yes, but I believe it's 32 on on Xbox. Right. And or did they get? Or did they get 64? Battlefield 4, did they get 64 on Xbox One and I PlayStation 4? Don't I don't really know. There's you know, I think they did because there's a lot. I mean, I've I've been down in like the, yeah, it has to be because I've been ranked down at the bottom like in the twenties. Mm. You know, which uh, so which they is got funny a, they must because sixty four player on Xbox One. I just haven't yeah. paid attention. Yeah, which is funny because even on the PC, I find myself liking the thirty two man or you know or forty eight man type of matches because 64 sometimes it's like you're just, it's just there's guys and there's guys in every corner so if you right. can't get spawned into a good spot then you're just no no sense in actually trying it but the reason why i brought it to 6v6 is because you're saying it's so fast so fast paced and it seems like it's so much fun and things are getting done and and not only you are liking it but pretty much everybody is playing it is liking it um i just remember that whole like, oh no, Titanfall's not going to be good because it's 6v6, oh, why can't it be like what you're saying, right. why can't it be 32 versus 32, and it's you just like, what? really? You don't want it, you don't want more than 6v6 in this game, absolutely Not with you Titans? I, I, no, my gosh no, dude, I the other day I was playing and it was like, the enemy had three Titans out and I came around the corner and I'm like, ah, and I'm running like a little yeah. girl, run away, run away, I mean it's like insane, but there's all, there are those moments, man, I you know, I'm being alerted. Warning: You are outmatched. Two titans are attacking you, and I'm in my big ogre man. I'm just like, bam! I just run up there and I'm shooting, launching rockets, and my my health is going down. So I just ran forward and I punched the one and ripped the pilot out of his out of his titan, and then yeah. throw him. So then I turn around and I just unleash on the one, the second one, dude. I took both of them out. I'm like, it was so awesome. I'm sitting here laughing and just like. On the on the game, I'm like, I don't know how I did that. How did I survive taking on two titans? I got lucky, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was awesome, but it was so much fun. But I can't imagine, like, if you get everybody in a titan, that's twelve titans on the map. Yeah. In, in, a, in a like a last titan standing match is a lot of fun. That's a multiplayer where everybody starts out in a titan. That's really fun to play. But um, it's uh, it would be it would be unplayable. I think they really did a good job, and they said they tried it with more people, and it really became not fun. It really ruined the game. You don't want... I don't think you want everybody in a Titan. If you do, then do a Titan, last Titan standing mode. Um, mm-hmm. And now, But those are fun, but again, it's it's like, like your team of six against the other team of six. So it's not one against eleven. That would just be yeah. crazy. It just wouldn't yeah. work. Um so, I think they did a fantastic job. I love that there's bots in the game, and I'll tell you why. The bots allow you to still contribute. So, like in Call of Duty or Battlefield, there's those guys that that's all they do. And they're always at the top. They're always the MVP. And it's like you can never compete. Or And like in Battlefield, I've pretty much given up. I can't kill people. All I can do when I play is, here, here's ammo or here's a med pack. That's the role. Mm-hmm. Or an engineer, I'll, I'll fix your vehicle. That's the role I take on when I play Battlefield. Because for some reason, I can unload a clip into a dude, and he just looks at me and then pops me with one shot with a pistol, and I'm dead. I'm like, 
it doesn't make sense, you know? So I, I've taken the support role in that game. Call of Duty, I can usually sometimes be in the middle of the pack, but there's guys that just own the top. So, and you always feel like you never really can contribute. Well, this one, there's there's bots that, yeah, they are easy. You know, you can get killed by a bot, what they call them, grunts. Um, but they are there, I think, to really help people, you know, not totally feel like they're just getting owned by the, the, the real people. It adds more to the game. It's almost like a, you know, there's, you know you got a shot of at least trying to kill some bots if you want. Um, and also they got these things called specters, which are also AI controlled. And you can run up and you can hack these guys. You run up and you, you stick like your knife into them and it hacks them. But you, you, it takes a while. So you could mm-hmm. be shot and killed while you're hacking them. But if you can successfully hack them, they now become a guardian for you. And they'll walk around and and shoot the enemy, you know. So basically, you just converted them over from the enemy to become your, you know, your AI bot. And if you get your and I had I've had specters walking with me along with my Titan following me, and dude, that is so fun. And I'm like, and I'm cloaked. It, it's just it's awesome because everybody comes around. They see the Titan. They see those guys. They don't see you if you can stay cloaked. You know, you can really do some damage and get some points and. And and it's it's just there's a lot of things you can do. It's an, a fantastic game, and I should probably stop because I've been rambling forever. <laughs> um, so I, I highly recommend everybody play it. Um, Carbide got on last night, uh, and he he's oh, my buddy from Canada uh, from Canadian. He's my Canadian buddy from he's my buddy from <laughs> Canada, and he had not had a chance to play it yet, and he he was so like. He was just like, oh my gosh, I almost broke my controller. Not because it's frustrating, because the game was so intense and so much fun. He was like blown away. He's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And that's what I think a lot of the people, you know, the experience has been. Um, There's been some people that, for some reason, all their stats have disappeared. Um, You know, is that a Titanfall issue? Is it an EA issue? Is it, you know... Uh, we don't know. I mean, I've seen that in Battlefield. I've I've seen it in Call of Duty. I mean, we've seen it in other online shooters. Um, so supposedly he was going to get his stuff reset, but unfortunately it was going to take a couple days. Uh, but he did talk to somebody, EA or Microsoft, and they were going to get uh, one of his ranks somewhat re- brought back or given back to him somehow. They don't, you know, we don't know what happened. Um, but uh, you know, it's doesn't have that first patch yet, so you know. But for a game that's multiplayer online only, um, by EA, uh, and, and it worked. I mean, it's worked to the first day. I didn't. I didn't have any problems. People were saying they couldn't get on or whatnot. I played the entire day and never had any problems. Um, yeah, Xbox Live went down that I, day. Su- Supposedly, I was on that whole time when people were saying they couldn't get on. I was on playing, so it was it was like if you were on, you were good. There was a time frame, I guess, if you tried to get on, you couldn't. But my understanding yeah. that only lasted about an hour. Um, yeah, what? Yeah, it was some kind of running. So it, it was Titanfall was running. It was some kind well, of authentication I... problem, if I remember right. Yeah, and they said that was, was an Xbox Live issue. Yeah, well, there was that, and there also I was also reading like something about like the cloud. Uh, saves or something like that syncing up like it, it basically what they're saying is if you got in before the problem existed and got your save and everything set up for Titanfall people didn't have problems then but if you were 
you know, trying to get in after the issue happened, then you were kind of stuck until you had to, you had to wait it out. And some of the people here in Ohio, I think it went down about 4 p.m. our time, and they couldn't get on till almost 11 p.m. So it was down for, you know, seven out six seven hours here. So it was it was a wide range of stuff, but it, it was interesting that it was Xbox Live that went down and not, you know, not Titanfall itself. But yeah. So the game yeah, looks. It got a, I, mean, I was I was on at that time playing and yeah. played through the night. So it's um it was weird because I remember reading about it and I was like, what? I was on playing the whole day. What are you talking about? Yeah. What do you mean there was an issue? It didn't. You know. So I guess if you were on, you were safe. If you weren't, you couldn't get on for a while. But um, all in all, I mean, day one it was it ran great. I was expecting honestly. To, uh, for the whole, oh, we weren't expecting this amount of you know people to play and blah blah blah. The, the typical line from EA and the game worked. And supposedly, I think EA should take notice because supposedly this game was being run on Microsoft servers and it yeah. worked. Yes, not yep. EA servers. So I'm hoping yeah. EA catches on and sees what Microsoft and Xbox Live can do uh, because your game was a success. And that's what you want. So, anyways, I need to get off the Titanfall talk. Um, uh, well, one last thing. I, I, the only complaint I have, and supposedly they're going to fix a lot of the stuff, there are some minor things that you would expect to work, like being able to select the campaign mode, uh, select which team you want to play on. You can't do that. Even after you've completed both campaigns, all you can do is go and select which campaign mission you want to play, but you can't select which team you want to be on. So, if you, you have to go in, and if it it's not the team you want, then you got to back out and, you know, research for a new one. That's kind of frustrating. Hopefully they'll resolve that. But um, And there's reasons why they should resolve it, because there's achievements tied to all those things. So um, there's no tracking of which ones you've won and which ones you've lost and stuff like that, which just seems like, why don't we have that stuff? Um, but, you know, it's all minor stuff. The game is fantastic, and it's plays, it plays great. Um, so let me move on. The other thing I wanted to talk about, and I know we've got a re request in our chat about this. I bought the Turtle Beach. I ended up going out and buying a headset this week. And uh, I broke down. So I bought the Turtle Beach X07s. I had purchased the Turtle Beaches in the past. Let's see if I got, there's the image. I bought a pair of Turtle Beaches once before, and the chat never worked. Uh, so I'm like, wow, I paid $300 for a headset that doesn't work. Um, so I took them back and stayed with the, micro, the cheap Microsoft one. Well, I've decided that I, I want to, I really wanted to get a good headset. And I decided to go try the Turtle Beaches again because I, Rob talks a lot about the, the Polk Melees. Um, and I've heard good things about Astros. But I was doing some reviews, watching some online reviews, and the ones that stuck out or stood out the most with the best reviews that I found were the, the these uh, Turtle Beach Air Force X07s. So I went ahead and bought them, tried them out, and I absolutely love them. They are light, they're comfortable. There's only one wire that goes to uh, the puck, and the puck, like Rob, like you said. Uh, the puck is the exact same one. It's the Microsoft official adapter was in the box. Cool. Um, so it, it's the same thing. It's not like some third party or so. Uh, you got the the same what five buttons attached to it. Yes. Um, so and I really enough, enjoy it. 
And the, and the chat works great, huh? I was going to say, oddly enough, I prefer the <laughs> the knobs of the uh, of the original melee one, but it is what it is. Sorry oh, to really? jump into your thing. <laughs> so, oh, it's annoying. You hit the button, you're like, okay, is it doing anything? Is it doing anything? Oh, I know. Yeah. So, I think it's pretty cool. I like actually having the the volume for the music in the in the hearing people. It's like hearing the chat is so much better now. It's like I can understand people a lot better. They sound better. I have been told I sound a lot clearer um, because I've you know a lot of times you get these and people say your your audio is horrible. Um, so. I I would say yes, these are fantastic. What's also really nice about them is they're powered off of the controller. So you don't have to have an extra cable running to your console. Um, it has one cable that comes out of it that runs into the little puck on the bottom of your controller, and that's how they're powered. Um, now, I know there's some question about will it drain battery life or anything like that. I, I don't know yet. I played a lot the other night. Yeah, I and, wondered about uh, that. I didn't have any problem. I mean, I didn't notice, like, you know, any extra battery life or wear on it. I'm sure it will play somehow into it because you're taking juice out of that battery. So I would say, yeah, it has to take some life away from it, but um, I don't... It can't be much. It can't be that much, yeah, and I haven't noticed it. It wasn't like, wow, this controller battery only lasted two hours. So um, nothing like that. I I imagine it being a fraction more with the headset is that you get with the Xbox One because that one's powered by the headset as well so it's not like you're going from zero power coming out of the, or it's powered by the controller, it's not like you're coming out with zero power coming out to everything for this headset, it's probably a fraction more of what the original one is Okay, Um, one Uh, thing I wanted to uh, say was the in our chat, I want to make sure I respond to this the game volume is the question. Yeah, the game volume. What do you think about the game volume? So on the puck, uh, on the <laughs> yeah, on the pi- on the puck, on the left side, if you there's there's two buttons on the left side of the puck. If you if you press the top one, it increases the volume of the of the game sound. If you tap the bottom one, it increases the chat. And it'll it'll quiet the game sound. So it depends on how you you know do you, if you're chatting with your buddies and you want to lower your game sound, you know that gives you control over each one. Then on the right side is the master volume. Um, so you can you know if you're tapping your game volume up and then tap the puck on the right side to increase your overall volume, that should give you what you're looking for. Um, hopefully, uh, I think that's for catsy catsy mouse. Hopefully that will uh, help you resolve the issue. So, so uh, one side is like the balance between chat and game, right. and then the other is like the full volume, right? Right, yeah. The right side is like your master volume, so it's going to just increase the volume of both of them. And then the left side is like, which one do you want to be the dominant sound? You know, do you want to, to, to have your game sound be louder than your chat or your or your chat? And what I've opted for is have the chat higher you know especially you know it just depends because I'm, I'm i'm talking with them but you know you might want your game sounds higher because you want to hear the footsteps so you want to hear you know the warnings and stuff um i opted for the chat just so we can converse and you know but either way i could hear well 
Um, you know, it, I didn't find it impacted either way. So I was kind of like, kind of, you know, messing with it a little bit going back and forth. So I, th I thought it, and I think you're going to find the same issue on any Xbox One headset that you go with because, like Rob's, even the Rob's with the uh, the Polk Audio has the same puck, you know, so his should function the same way. So I don't know. Yeah, at that point, you're just looking at the sensitivity of the speakers in the headset then. Right. Because otherwise they should function identical. Exactly. And yeah, there's a ton of cables. Um, actually, let me open this one. I want to show you one thing I thought was really cool. I should have grabbed my headset. I actually think this is really neat. And the, um, the cord that goes to your controller, you know, a lot of times those things are really thin and real flimsy. This one's actually like a braided cord. Um, mm -hmm. I'm actually pulling out the cord. What is this? This is the mobile. Oh, this also comes with like a cell phone adapter. You can actually use this headset on your cell phone if you want. But I'm going to try to I'm going to hold this up. So I wonder see. if it's like this. Oh, there you go. So this one's like a green and black. You can see that it's like a braided uh cord. This is what plugs into your hockey puck, if you will. And it's a really it's a nice sturdy cable. It's like it's not you don't feel like if you, you know, oh it got caught on something it's going to break. This is a really sturdy cable. I was really impressed with that. Um it also came with uh the the little USB cable to update your controller, but you don't, you know, if you you should already have one of those that came with your system. Uh just plug it into your controller. Um but yeah, the headset's pretty cool. Uh the only caveat is with the with the boom mic there's a there's a little green dot really tiny hard to see you gotta you gotta line it up in the perfect spot into the headset so I would just once you put it in I would leave it but it like the whole boom mic bends and kind of moves any position you want it's really flexible I really like it it's pretty cool so um, yeah I'm 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 happy with it I really like it um, great headset so it's it's nice to be able to hear things better uh, Jesus is asking if it's Dolby surround or just stereo. The XO7 is supposed to be 7.1. Okay. Now, that brings up a question, because I was looking into this a while back, where some of these headsets are stereo, like the Melee is stereo only. Uh, the XO7 is 7.1. There's the X, what, the XO4? Four, I believe as well. I'm, I don't know if that's 5.1 or, or whatever amount of channels it is. It's great that those headsets support that, but isn't the Microsoft adapter stereo? So yeah. even if the XO7 is 7.1, you're getting stereo anyway. I, I think... I think, this, uh, I think the 7.1 is actually simulated 7.1. I don't think there's actually a true... Right. As far as I understand, there was only one true headset out there that was like true 7.1. It wasn't actually like the simulated 7.1, and I can't even remember who made that headset. Because even the ones I have on now are from Crack or from Razer. They're the Kraken 7.1s, and they're simulated yeah. 7.1. But I mean, heck, for you know these things are seventy dollars. It's just like how you never hear of any 7.1, you know, headsets going for $70, but 
Right. That's essentially what these ones were, and they're awesome. So, but yeah, I think everything's all simulated. Seven point one. Yeah, I wonder if some of the headsets that pull their audio through the optical, if those are the ones that can actually do a better form of simulated uh, 7.1. Because when you think of 7.1, I mean, 7.1 is independent channels. You got your front center, left, right, sides, and rears. Mm -hmm. No. Something like that. Anyway. You need individual channels, individual right. speakers do that, and, and you're not going to get it just with two speakers. So you'd have to do some kind of surround sound f- trickery. Yeah. I think Triton is the one of the ones I was thinking actually did the true 5.1 and, and not 7.1. But I think they all came with, like, digital – they come with, like, the digital receivers yeah. that you plug everything to end it, and then from there to the headset came a wire, but – so I would think that all of the 7.1 business is pure marketing mm. of yeah. sorts. In the end, just go with what you think sounds the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's don't yeah. look, don't look at the actual specs on there. Well, I I take that back. Look at some of the specs on there, but disregard some of this channel business. Yeah, I actually do believe because I used to be not really into audio or like into headsets because I was like I'm not paying 300 four hundred dollars for for a headset or anything like that but then you know i go and i do a lot of research and obviously razor is a well-known company for gaming related peripheral mice keyboards controllers headsets and things like that and this was their only 7.1 headset so it's like i'm gonna go get that and when i first originally went and got it it was 99 dollars, and i was just like what and then i had to take it back because i broke it (laughs) myself i tripped over the cable and then when I took it back and got my money back because I paid for the Best Buy plan or whatever, I came back and I got it for seventy. And I mean, after this, it's like I'm buying a decent headset for all my gaming from now on because just putting these things on and being able to hear somebody sneaking up behind me in in uh, Battlefield has saved me a dozen times from being stabbed. So I mean, it's I just gotta have nice audio now. So yeah. And no, I, you have to find something that's comfortable too. Um, yeah. That's what yeah. I like. And you want them to be light, especially if you're going to play a long time. And these things got noise isolating, uh, memory foam ear cushions. Uh, it's like a, a really nice kind of like a really soft leather material around the ear. Uh, so my, my my ears completely, you know, are engulfed inside of them. Um, it fits my big noggin. Um, and it's comfortable on the top. A lot of times you can get them to fit, but then you feel that bar pressing on the top of your head. That's uncomfortable. I mean, you think about it. Sometimes, you, you know, I will sit and game for a long time, you know, six hours, and I'm not used to having a headset on. So um, this, so far, I found these to be very comfortable, very light, and I really, I really like them. I'm very pleased. So, but yeah, there's definitely <laughs> options. Uh, the one thing I like about these is the they're high end, but they're only $160. Uh, it's a lot yeah, better see, than three hundred dollars that they yeah. used to be. Oh yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's that's awesome. The only, the only thing I don't like about some of those headsets is the detachable uh, mic. Um, like if you see mine in in there right now, I'm gonna mute it real quick. But it it's bendable, but it also goes into the earpiece instead of detaching. So it's like. Ah, look at that. It's in. 
That's fits in and pulls out. Yeah, so it's one nice thing instead of having to pull it out because actually the ones I bought before this that only lasted about 30 minutes was a loose connection on yeah. the uh, boom mic. So with that loose connection, the left speaker didn't work completely. Oh, so wow. it was really, really hard when it does that. But yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I thought about like just trying the the eighty dollar Xbox One uh, stereo headset because I'm like I, I just thought it would be nice just to have you know the, the headset you know and not not I'm not all into the whole thing. I've you know eight years I've had on Xbox never had a headset you know except a cheapo packing one. So I'm like, do I really need to go up and on the hundred and sixty dollars? But when I when I looked at the Microsoft ones, those things looked so cheap. And I would recommend looking at a YouTube video. Go to the go to the store and, and put them in your hand and you know try them on. You know if you go to some of these stores, they you know like a Best Buy should have a, a have a set of these available for you to try on. Um, you know I think like Best Buy usually has them plugged in so you can hear um, what they sound like. Go 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 to a Best Buy and, and check it out. Um, but look at the quality. I mean, these things feel very solid to me. I don't feel like I'm going to break them. Those, the Microsoft ones looked so chintzy. Just like, wow, if, if you, you know, if your cat sat on it, that might snap an earpiece off. So it just looked really cheap to me. So um, you get what you pay for. Uh, you I do. think really, really is, yeah. comes true in the headset world. So. So take it from there. But hopefully that uh, answered the the question there. I guess I should look back at our our chat for uh, uh, cats cats mouse. Um, hopefully that uh, try that volume thing and let let me know if that worked for you. So, but I think did it's time to move on, guys. <laughs> oh, I was going. I was real quick. I was like, I was I was going to say, did you see that the um, Xbox the Titanfall edition Xbox One was on sale in the Microsoft Store for. Four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, that's not, an amazing not deal. Not for long, it wasn't. Nope, no, it wasn't. It wasn't there for long. So, but yeah, pretty crazy. I can't. I can just imagine how many they sold. They probably just tore through that inventory. Yeah. yeah speaking right. of which, I finally remembered what that other last thing that I had uh, uh, to talk about, and that's uh, this is something that I posted on the Facebook group where I had always mentioned about trying to stick digital only, and I finally broke down, and uh, I, I kind of veered off of the digital only path. And it was strictly financially related because I, I kind of held off on uh, on buying Titanfall a little bit. I had the intention of getting it, especially after all the views and everything that everybody had about it and everybody's just raving about it but uh you know another 60 bucks for a game is uh something i just couldn't do right at this moment and back in the 360 days not 360 days but before you would usually find stuff on back sale in the 360 days. i know right it sounds weird now <laughs> so long ago i know i know <laughs> You know, you they, you would have a launch, and you could always find something cheaper, you know, it, cheaper than list. Whether it was only ten bucks or something, at least it was something. And you basically get punished by doing the release day stuff because not release day, the digital stuff on release by paying full price. 
and oftentimes it was full price for a long, long time. They finally had a couple of things on sale. What they had Rise for forty bucks, and uh, I forget what. There was another one as well. They had for forty bucks for a couple of days for the digital versions, but still, it, it, it stinks to have to pay full price all the time when the other versions of games like. Uh, uh, I'll use Assassin's Creed as an example. Assassin's Creed 4, I think, has always been 60 bucks. I don't think I've, it's ever been discounted for uh, the Xbox One version, for the digital one. But it would sell the 360 version and, and some of the other ones. They were going for 30 bucks all, regularly. So I uh, found a deal through Staples, <laughs> of all places, and I got Titanfall for 30 bucks using this big pain in the butt coupon deal that they had. But uh, So I've got my first non-digital coming at me, so I'm, I'm doing it old school. And uh, I hope they do something about this thing just to make it more affordable. It's pure profit on, on their behalf. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have to stamp any disc that you buy there's no middleman there's no distributor no nothing no store involved it's all money going straight to microsoft and the publisher and developer or whatever so you would think that they would just throw us something and, and give us a little bit of a break here and there but uh yeah so i just want to mention that right. hello yeah oh, yeah <laughs> We apologize for that temporary lapse of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Move along. There's nothing to see here. All right. Well, let's let's move into our topics because we're like an hour into the show, and it is my fault. I know. I spent a lot of time talking about Titanfall and, and Turtle Beach headsets, so it is my <laughs> fault. But we we got a hard stop so because of Twitch and YouTube, so we can't run over two hours. So let's move on. We got some cool topics uh, to talk about and. Uh, so, yeah, Rob, why don't you take us to our first story? All right. So, Watch Dogs was a title that got delayed, and we really didn't know what was going to happen with it, if it was on or if it was being cut. Well, uh, Watch Dogs is back, and uh, we had a little bit of a surprise. Well, I don't know when this was. It was early last week, I believe, uh, where there was a Watch Dogs closed beta that had appeared on the Xbox One store. And uh, some people on Reddit posted it initially. And uh, this was something that I didn't think you could readily install, right? I don't did any did uh, you see this wing? I never saw it. No. Yeah. And I think it was listed as unavailable. It was just a like a placeholder. Yeah. Placeholder. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at the image from what is this, Reddit. So it was a 23 gig download. Uh, that showed up as unavailable. You could pin it to home, I guess. But, uh, you know, it looks like they're going to have something, or it might be going on right now to uh, uh, a limited beta test community that the general population can't see. It's probably slipped. They were trying to put it out there, and then they accidentally sent it out to everybody, or they enabled it for everybody. But, uh, yeah, Watch Dogs is coming. All right. You, you, Ron, you can go ahead on this one. I think there was uh, 
something interesting, but especially this, the screenshots and what they were saying about the controls of this. Okay. Um, well, like last week, we mentioned RBI Baseball 14, and that it's going to be released on April 10th, and uh, we haven't heard much about it, but there's obviously more news uh, this week. Um, so they kind of go into like what's going on in this and, and what you're talking about as far as that, I think, is um, they say, much like the classic games, the developer created three body types and preset uh, batting stances for those character models as opposed to, you know, in the latest baseball games you obviously have all different body types and the batting stances are custom to that type of player and they go and map all that stuff um so they don't do that in this game it's kind of like three body types here are the stances and uh it says um and while the nes games in the late 1980s were naturally restricted to two face buttons and the d-pad uh the team intentionally opted for a two button controls uh, for the modern take on the baseball game. So they, the group believes that these uh, decisions uh, immediately separate the game from the other sports games in the genre. So, True two buttons. Does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it does. Which, I, you know, I kind of like retro games like that. It's nice to go back and play those games as long as it doesn't ruin my... I don't say ruin my childhood. That's not no, what the, I'm trying to the say. The nostalgia factor. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I, I want to keep my memories of playing these games and how much fun I had, and yeah. and sometimes playing them again today after playing everything that we do play uh, kind of ruins that sometimes. Sometimes, so, all the time. Well, I say sometimes. Okay, ninety-eight percent <laughs> of the time. I'll take that. Okay. Um, so let's see a couple other things that run here. It says uh, the game will be developed for three sixty PS three iOS and Android with PS4 and Xbox One versions to be slated to arrive very soon after. Um, it will feature 30 NBA or not NBA, MLB teams um, but they're limiting the number of active players per team so you'll get 16 players per team and it'll most likely be like the best players on the team so my Cincinnati Reds that I'm fans of I'll pro- probably have you know Votto and, and those guys on there. So, um, includes local multiplayer modes for two players, but no online multiplayer functionality. Plus, the mobile version of the game won't feature multiplayer at all. Um, unlike modern uh, sports games, uh, the game doesn't include career mode, but does have exhibition, season, and postseason options. Each team will feature one unlockable jersey available through custom team challenges and season mode. Uh, such as Montreal Expos uniforms for the Washington Nationals, which is, that'd be kind of awesome. I don't know if you guys remember the Expos or not. They had that yep. yellow-orange kind of stripe, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, Let's see, I'm trying to see if there's anything else on top of that. Um, uh, last couple things, it's uh, digital only, so... Rob won't be able to save money. He's going to have to go back to the digital digital game on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll uh, won't appear on store shelves next to Sony's MLB 14, the show next month. So, all right, that's about it for that. So, two buttons, unlockable jersey, sixteen players per team, thirty teams, uh, three different with a couple 
batting stances. So, wow. I wish it would have. I wish it would have uh, online multiplayer. So I think it'd be fun to play a retro game like this with you know, with you or you know, with one of you guys or somebody in the community. So I, I agree, and I, I certainly hope this isn't a sixty dollars title because I don't think anyone's going to buy it. I think I think <laughs> all the other times I've checked, let me see if it's in here or not. Um, I believe it's fifteen dollar game. I, I you know for what it is or sounds like, it better be cheap. Yeah, I think it's fifteen dollar game. I don't think it was any more than that. White. When we go to next story, I'll uh, I'll look it up see if I can find it. All right. Well, there was some big news this week. If you're a uh, if you're an achievement hound. Uh, if you are an achievement hound, you need to listen to Achievement Hounds. That's our, that's our brother podcast. Those guys uh, came came from us. Um, but uh, if you're into the, the achievement score, then you you know in, in gamer tag or I mean it's our gamer score and getting achievements, then you probably know who Stallion eighty three is. <clears throat> His real name is Raymond Cox, and uh, he has for a very long time been uh, the very first, you know, he was like the very first person to hit 100,000 gamer score. I think he was the very first person to hit every 100,000 plateau. This past week, he actually hit 1 million gamer score. Uh, he was broadcasting it live on <coughs> Twitch. It took him, I think it was like six or seven hours or something. I was watching several hours of because I was actually sick and laying in bed and I was tired of watching TV so I just had my phone there and I was watching it on there and he was playing all kinds of different games. Um, I watched him play several different things but I, I actually did get to see him uh, when he, he had it all kind of mapped out and what he was doing and then on his last he got to 50 points away and uh, he put uh, Titanfall in and he had, he had one challenge that he had to do, and that was I think it was just to uh, with the rocket launcher take out another Titan, um, and he did that in his match and got that 50 points. So he was trying to get the million on the button, uh, and as you guys can see on the screen there, uh, that's him in the top right. That's his webcam from that night uh, as he was broadcasting, and then that's his gamer pick his gamer card there showing the million points. So um, it was kind of cool. Um, I don't, I don't know. There's another guy that was a while back was kind of battling with him, but I, I don't think he's, I don't know where he is anymore. Uh, I don't follow it, but he is the first person to pass a million. That's a lot of gamer score, guys. That's a lot of yeah, games. Yeah, that's crazy. So I think Rob, you're gonna, you're gonna, we're talking about trying to go after him, right? Sure. <laughs> I, I need some kind of multiplayer. <laughs> you need a Not lot multiplayer, of multiplier, multiplier, multiplier. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's just a lot. That's a lot of games. That's a I lot mean, of time. Yeah, I know he's a, he's an achievement. You know, that's what he likes to do. That's his hobby. So it's yeah. awesome that he got there, and you know, the most ever. You know, he has yeah. his name in the Guinness Book, but man, that's a lot of time. <laughs> so, ooh. Uh, I I just bet he doesn't have other people competing for his time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think he. I don't think he's married or has kids or anything like that. He's got and a, I mean, he's got a girlfriend because he mentioned her that she was there when he did this. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, uh, you know, it's it's taken him. I think he said eight years. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. 
Uh, it took a long time to get there, but he's played a lot of games and completed. I mean, his completion percentage has got to be insane. So if you 1K a game, that would literally be how many games then? Well, it's a um, what, you just drop three zeros? Was it a thousand? You'd have to 1K a thousand games to get a million? Maybe, yeah. So You figure some have, what, 12, 50? Some or have more whatever. than that, yeah. Some of, you thousand know, games, man. <laughs> but you got all the mobile games, you got the arcade games, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's just... I don't know how many he has on his profile. Oh, you guys can look him up, can't you? On your yeah. Xbox One? Yeah, you can. So. Oh, I can. But <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you can look him up on Xbox.com. So. That's where I'm going. <laughs> but, uh, so anyways, I just wanted to say, you know, congratulations. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, it is something kind of that was kind of big in the world of uh, Xbox this week that happened. So, pretty cool. He is a Guinness World Record holder, so... Congrats! Yeah, and no, uh, no price update on that uh, on the game. They haven't been released yet, but I thought it was going for fifteen. I could be wrong. All right. Okay. All okay. right. Uh, there's a game title that's going to be coming out in the near future. Uh, it is for the game Bound by Flame. This is an RPG uh, that will be out on May 9th. For it seems like every system except the Xbox One. It's going to be out on the 360, PC, PS3, and PS4 on May 9th. Uh, it's a uh, fantasy RPG, uh, very similar to Dark Souls. Maybe not as dark, a little slightly more colorful than Dark Souls. And, uh, yeah, look for it in a couple months. All right. Some uh, some sad news. Before the sad news, uh, Stallion83 has 1,580 games on his profile. Wow. 79% complete. Right. <laughs> That's my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Compared probably... to my... <laughs> yeah. As compared to my 201 games at 27% completion. <laughs> yeah. So. I bet my completion rate's like 10%. <laughs> uh, yeah. Where did you um, look that up on your profile? I just looked up his profile and did comparison on the games. Oh, okay. You can do a compare between you and him. Um, so, sad news. Um, PopCap, who was once a company of their own and then was purchased by EA, is uh, getting hit with some layoffs after a recent studio split. So... Um, for those who don't know who PopCap is, that is Plants vs. Zombies and Peggle are two of their well-known games. They also have a few others, but those seem to be like the two big boys of their of their group. Um, the reorganization of the, study, uh, the studio in late February, which saw the developers split into two teams, one geared toward mobile games and the other one toward console releases. PopCap CEO David Roberts also stepped down. And was replaced by co-founder John. Oof. I'm gonna say Vici. B e c h e y. Um, the changes were made uh, at PopCap were painful, and we're sorry to lose some of our friends and colleagues. EA wrote about uh, wrote in an email to Joystick. 
um, but it was necessary in order to stay on course with our future plans for mobile games, uh, live services, and new IP. PopCap is the studio that made its name building great games uh, that the world can fall in love with, and that's what uh, we'll continue to do. The latest game was Garden Warfare, which was really cool because that's I was watching Wing play Garden Warfare with a couple others. Uh, I was watching it on my iPad with the new Twitch, the updated Twitch app, which is leaps and bounds better than what the old one was. I can tell you that. Yeah, same but, on the uh, Xbox One, it's much better. Y- you know, I I think at this point you can well you can say that it was well worth the wait on streaming on the Xbox One because the streaming is far better than any console like they out the quality out just blows away the ps4 um and this is not this isn't coming from me because i was just watching you this is actually coming from one of my buddies at work who has both systems he says like it'll be all grog you know all all fuzzy and everything through the ps4 but the uh, xbox one seems to stream so much better so um but, yeah, Garden Warfare, I was watching you play that. It was actually fun to watch. Um, I think you got cheated out in your round, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. So, I was waiting yeah. for someone to respond. I thought we did. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching. I was like, what in the world just happened? But, yeah, you got ripped off on that one. But, uh, so, the bad news was PopCap uh, lost some people. And uh, pretty sad. They're not the only uh, only group to either shut down or have layoffs recently so i think it's probably just coming around due to the um fiscal year and stuff right coming to an end so i think everybody's different yeah i think it typically happens when they ramp down on a project is they you know people get let go and then they ramp up on a new project and hire people it's kind of weird how it works out so i gotta ask uh on the i don't know if you see the image on the twitch feed but do you think that was kind of foreshadowing those zombies or you think they're reading the help wanted page I cannot see the image so I don't know what you're talking about it's a zombie that walks around in the game looking at a newspaper Mm -hmm. so anyways the zombies are coming that's right walking dead's coming in a couple actually no it came and went it already recorded yeah ugh Oh, all right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> back to headsets. Um, okay. The headset adapter. Um, so, uh, in fact, this is a good image. As you can see in this picture, the mute button's in the middle, the master volume's on the right, there's up and down, and then if you hit the bottom one, it shows a little people, and it has a plus sign on it. That makes your chat volume louder. If you hit the button on the top left, it's a controller. It has a plus sign. That makes your game volume louder. So that's, but anyways, uh, Microsoft has addressed user concerns over distorted Xbox One voice chat stemming from its recently issued stereo headset adapter, noting that it's working on a resolution for reported issues. Users have reported distorted audio when using this new headset adapter with Legacy, Astro, Turtle Beach, and Polk headsets. According to Game Informer, audio distortion appears to be isolated to in-game and party voice chat. Skype and Upload Studio audio is apparently unaffected. 
Uh, we've heard about a small amount, a small number of users experiencing intermittent issues. Microsoft rep told Game Informer, we're actively uh, investigating and working on a resolution. So if you are one of those people that has a legacy Astro Turtle Beach or Polk headset and are having that issues with the new adapter, they are looking into a fix. So that's the story. Okay, uh, NPD released some numbers for February uh, 2014. <laughs> I had to think about the year for a second there. So uh, they released some numbers, and uh, let's see what they said. So the PS4 outsold the Xbox One in the U.S. in February. Uh, the Xbox One sold only 90% of what the PS4 sold. However with the cost of the Xbox One being, what, about 20% more. Uh, the Microsoft uh, console uh, led uh, in terms of a uh, dollar amount. Then, let's see, Xbox One sold 258,000 units in February, which is pretty good. And then uh, the Xbox 360 sold 114,000 units. And uh, this is the 100th month that the 360 has been on sale. That's kind of interesting. That's, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. Divide that by 12 and you figure out the years. Anyway, uh, the attach rate for the games uh, on the Xbox One is at 2.75. I think this has increased slightly, hasn't it? Wasn't it less before? Because I think we talked about this a couple shows back. Anyway, uh, basically that says that uh, it averages out the amount of games that people buy for the console. So it says that people buy almost three games per console on average. I know a lot of our listeners are buying definitely a lot more than uh, 2.75. Actually, I think everybody has pretty much. Anyway, uh, the top games for February... Uh, are the following. Number one, Call of Duty Ghosts, uh, which is available on pretty much every single platform out there. Number two, this one kind of surprised me, the Lego Movie Video Game was number two. And uh, from the demo that I played, it actually seems uh, interesting. It, it seems fun. Uh, number three, NBA 2K14. Number four, Thief. Uh, number five, Grand Theft Auto V. This game is still... Is still sticking up there in the in the ranks, followed by Beta uh, Battlefield Four, uh, Assassin's Creed Four. After that, uh, number eight is uh, Lightning Returns Final Fantasy Thirteen for the three sixty. Number nine, Minecraft on the three sixty, and number ten is a three DS title, Bravely Default. So that's uh, some of the interesting numbers there for February. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Not to sidetrack, because I know we're short on time. I just saw an article when I was getting ready for the podcast tonight that the Wii U is outselling the PS4 in Japan. Yeah, I saw that. Did okay. you see that too? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what they were looking at, because as far as I know, the PS4 just blew up when it got released that first day. I know. I, I, I uh, didn't understand that. but uh, Me either. <laughs> but All right. Um. I don't know if anybody in the chat here or that's watching is a fan of The Witcher or The Witcher 2. I know we have some people in our community that was fans of the game, but I can't remember exactly who it was. Um, 
The Witcher 3 was supposed to come out, and I know people are excited about that, but oh, yeah. why Why am I the one with all the bad news now that I realize? <laughs> it's my second show. Already hate because I like, you know, I'm playing PC games, now I get all the bad news. <laughs> it's a BJ Downer. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, but uh, developer for Witcher 3, which is uh, CD Projekt Red, announced that the uh, release of the game, um, uh, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, has uh, been delayed till next year. Um, they are going to take, they're initially going to release later this year, or at the end of this year, but they decided to take a few more months for uh, polish and for testing. Um, so they just, they want to use that time to, to make them, to satisfy them on the game. So it was going to be released at the end of the year. Now they pushed it to, to February 2015. So I think it's about a three month difference on what they wanted to do. To me, I think I applaud them for saying, hey, let's not rush it. Let's make it the best game we can make it. Take that extra three months. It's not like they've delayed it for an entire year. This, I think the heading, a little misleading, it's, is it, you know, it's delayed as if it's going to come out like tomorrow or something. And now we have to wait a year. It's delayed a couple months. So, But that's all for that one. So The Witcher 3 has been delayed. Well, Microsoft is planning to be direct and honest with fans. So Microsoft Game Studio Vice President Phil Spencer said that Microsoft could have done a better job handling information regarding the Xbox One last summer following the reveal. Well, duh. (laughs) Um, The Xbox One announcement last May was surrounded by confusion regarding the console's always online requirements and used game policy. Microsoft later reversed the daily online check-in and used game restriction policies in June in response to consumer criticism. And of course, along with that, we lost all the cool features that we were supposed to get. But anyways, um, at a presentation at Southwest, South by Southwest in Austin, Texas the other day, Spencer said Microsoft didn't effectively convey its message to consumers. Quote, I look at last summer, and that wasn't a high point for me, coming out of the announcement of Xbox One and E3, where I thought our messaging around what we believed in was confused, mainly by us. End quote. Spencer said during the presentation with Spike TV's Jeff Keighley, um, he said, he also said, I learned a ton last summer as a leader of our groups and in our company about being true to your core vision around what a product is, not being confusing, and frankly, when you're going to say something to a consumer that might put them off, it's better just to be direct and honest rather than trying to sugarcoat something that might be controversial. Uh, Before the end of 2013, um, Microsoft sold 3 million Xbox Ones following the console's November launch. During that time, Spencer and other Microsoft executives and employees have attempted to be more active on social media, responding to customer questions and concerns in an effort to better connect with fans. I'd rather deal with controversy of what we're doing and have an above-table conversation with that topic uh, rather than trying to sugarcoat it with some other news. One of the reasons I wanted to be a little more actively social was because I know the core of why we were in this industry was not an evil reason. It wasn't to really delight. Uh, it was to really delight customers and build a great product that millions and millions of people would love. So, you know, I think that's... Uh, I don't think they were ever trying to keep anything secret. I think they were, you know, I took it as they were trying to move forward. We talked about next gen. To me, I was disappointed when they took all those neat features away, but you know, it is what it is and at least the company oh, yeah. So, but I I'd, I'd rather have this more direct format. 
You know, mm-hmm. I was, I was going to say that what we've got now is actually worse than what they had planned. But oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. It it it, I, it sucks. <laughs> the three sixty. I I would I would say I would say that I'd have an Xbox One right now if they would have stuck with what they originally what they originally said. And the people that complained probably didn't even buy an Xbox One anyway. It, it, there, there's a couple things. I, I think the whole more direct thing. It's not. It's not that they came out and they said, "Hey, this is what we're going to do," but then the press and everybody jumped all over them, and six different people were saying six different things. Yeah, which is that was the problem. So then you know all these sites were posting all this news, and it's like, "Oh, you can't play. You can't play any game if you if you're not online." You know. You have to be online, and it's just like holy cow! It's like oh, all the all the security they're putting in is making sure that you can't play your games, or none of your friends can play a game because you can't borrow it, and it's got to be installed. And it's just like oh my gosh, it was it was driving me crazy. But oh, then, no. but then they come out and they're like, okay, we're ripping it all out, which was the worst thing they could have done. That was not a solution to the problem. So. Everybody was so concerned about this 24-hour check always online. And instead of saying, okay, 24-hour check online or you got to put your disc in, they said, we're just going to rip out everything. So, I mean, I would love to be able to just install my game and be able to flip through my games because that quick switching is one of those things that I absolutely wanted to see. But me, I'm just going to go digital only so and hopefully stay that way. But yeah, we'll see. More direct. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Moving on. Okay. All right, oh. I'm up. <laughs> okay, Xbox One had a Skype update that came through a couple of days ago. Uh, the update is available on. Uh, actually, it's available now, of course. Uh, what it did is it upgraded, upgraded the application. It, there was a whole bunch of bug fixes. Uh, it added a new filtering feature where uh, you'll uh, be able to see the people that are online, I guess, first, uh, giving priority to the people that are online. Uh, also, uh, the logging feature uh, logs the last 1,000 messages that are received, whereas previously it only showed you the last seven days. Uh, there's also, this is kind of a, a stupid thing, I think, but uh, there's a new set of Captain America, the Winter Soldier themed emoticons. Yay. Uh, look, uh, if you haven't updated it, uh, go ahead, because this is a manual update, isn't it? Or does it happen automatically? Do you guys it should, know? should happen automatically, but I don't know. I don't use okay. Skype. Yeah, me neither. Not there. Well, we use it all the time. Just well, now. yeah, not <laughs> yeah. on the Xbox One. Sorry. <laughs> We're using oh, it now. I hey. don't use Skype. <laughs> what's Skype? Yeah, once I get an Xbox One, maybe that's how I'll just do the shows while I'm playing my Xbox, and then you can still stick me in here. So. No, I can't do that. Unless, did, the, did, the, did they fix that? Did you say that was part of the fix? That you can snap Skype while you're playing? Uh, I do not know. But that is part of uh, this update. Because that's, no. it's not, that's it's not what they showed it. before was not, you couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. so. Maybe next time. Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that it, Rob? Yes. 
All right, we're going to skip uh, Braun because I, I think that was a dupe from last week. So this is a real quick, interesting story. Um, it's not often when you hear about console price change, you usually hear about a price drop. Well, if you're in Canada, you're going to see a $50 price increase on the PlayStation 4 to include accessories and games, uh, also going up by 5 bucks. Um, I I was like, huh? So, um, so this is this. Let's see. T- the Toronto Sun has reported that this has already started. That the PlayStation Four will cost fifty dollars more in Canada, up from its previous price of three ninety nine ninety nine. So it's going to be uh four forty nine ninety nine. Um, also the PlayStation Camera and DualShock Four also rising in price. Uh, two game exclusives uh, to the system are getting bumped up to 64.99, or from 64.99 to 69.99. And the reason I know it's, and the reason I bring this up is because I, I first of all I was shocked that a price increase on a new console. We usually, I've never, I don't think we've ever seen that. But Sony said the price changes are being made to respond to changes in the market environment. Oh, people have too much money. I, I don't know what that means. They're- their dollar, uh, the Canadian dollar has dropped, and value. Yeah. Which is which is weird because I thought the U.S. was worse than Canada's yeah. dollar. I I yeah. So, um, well, the, the article does say that the Canadian dollar is currently weak against the U.S. dollar, but Sony did oh, not okay. specifically cite that as an influencing factor. It's just like everything the, for PlayStation is jumping up. So who's you know. Is Sony making the money? I mean, I guess are they saying they're losing money because they're not the Canadian dollar's not worth as much, so they're gonna charge Canadians even more? I mean, to me, it just, it's just like wow. I I was shocked to see that. So, I uh, mm. according to we haven't heard anything from Microsoft. You know, I think I thought that I read something here that Microsoft has no plans. Oh yeah, Microsoft told the Sun that there were no current plans for a price hike in the land of, yeah, up in Canada. So Microsoft's not planning to do um, a price hike, but Sony did already. And That's because they did a $100 price hike at the beginning. <laughs> well, yeah, but we're all paying that. Well, so, I know. You know, they're not planning to make it any higher, but I just found that interesting. So. See, you would think that they would just try to make it up in other markets, but I guess uh, for them, Canada, it, it meets some kind of need. Or I wonder if it has anything to do with Sony hurting as a company as well. They can't take such a hit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, who knows what they're, what they're doing. Okay. So. Moving on. We're done, right? Yep. Okay, moving on. Back to Titanfall, because we haven't talked about Titanfall in, oh, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes or so. <laughs> so, because <laughs> we usually do multiple stories. Uh, one of, uh, this will be the last one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe the last one this show. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, so, uh, Abby... Happy, happy, happy! Uh, spoke to IGN uh, in regards to a whole bunch of things uh, related to Titanfall, of all things. Uh, they asked her uh, whether future DLC 
uh, may offer. Um, actually, I'm just going to read this thing. There's, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are interested in this kind of stuff. Uh, when asked whether future DLC may offer the team a chance to add some of the varied flora and fauna seen in the art book uh, to Titanfall, uh, she acknowledged we are going to have maps added and we're trying to give players as much of a varied look at things as we can. Uh, that is definitely a possibility. And then uh, there was a bunch of talk before about monsters uh, being in there, whether it was DLC or whatever. Uh, while monsters may make it into the game uh, before too long, it seems that the same can't be said for new Titan models. Uh, she explained that it's like the Atlas Ogre and Strider. Uh, they'll remain the only option for the foreseeable future and in fact there was a time when it appeared there would only be one to pick from interesting so they went from one to three uh, that's a real big question she explained in order to add a titan it takes so much balancing to make all the titan abilities worked uh, with each other and then against pilots it's a huge undertaking originally we had just atlas titans and then the team release refused to add the rest of the titans until we were all sure uh, that uh, one fitted perfectly with everything else in the game uh, i'm not announcing any new titans right now so i, I guess that still leaves it a little open-ended at least for the foreseeable future, we don't have anything. But uh, there's always a possibility. Um, then, uh, though Titanfall has picked up strong reviews across the board, one of the few reservations uh, commenters have, ex is ex have expressed is whether the studio's attempts to marry narrative into multiplayer have been entirely successful. She acknowledged this, but remains confident things will only get better. She said... We're always looking towards iterating and uh, what's next and what we can learn. So we would do everything. So would we do everything exactly the same way? I don't think any game developer would tell you yes. I think we're always looking at going bigger and better. So we'll see what happens in the future. I'm really, really happy with what the team has done, though. As a start and exploring what narrative elements we can bring into multiplayer, being one of the first companies that's done it the way that we did it. I'm happy about that. It's one of my favorite ways to play the game. Uh, she concluded by saying that the future of Respawn is to maintain the smooth launch trajectory experience so far as the game rolls out across all the territories. After that it's all about free updates planned to add private matches and a range of other features and then on to dlc uh, after titanfall as our game uh draws to a close oh um uh, that's it <laughs> never mind never mind for that last part so uh that, that's some interesting news about the game uh so it looks like we're going to be getting some uh, free stuff, definitely. Uh, there is DLC coming out. Uh, new Titans, probably not in the near future, but you never know. And that is all. Cool. All right. Now we got one more Titan all thing. Yeah, well, Wayne, do you want to 
put into this, or do you want me to go over it first? Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and introduce this. What, what Bron will start us off uh, reading it. This was an article that I think someone posted in our community, and it's a mm. blog post by a guy named Brent, and the title is "A PlayStation Fanboy's First Ten Hours with Titanfall." Um, now, this we're gonna read this. We're gonna alternate paragraphs. I should probably use that. There we go. <laughs> um, we're gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and play some. This was a. You're gonna watch a video of a campaign that I had played uh, with some from some community guys on on board here. So that'll play in the background when we talk about the story. But uh, this I thought was a very interesting article. It comes from a perspective of a, of a PlayStation fanboy who tried Titanfall and what their thoughts were. So we're just going to run through that and share the story with you. And I'll post the article as soon as I get the uh, the uh, fix that issue in Twitch to uh, allow our mods to post URLs. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead, Brian. I put it. I also added it to our Facebook where you're going live in 321. I put it on there for anybody who wants to follow along. But this is from uh, shortpause.com and the author of the article excuse me, I hiccups now, is, like you said, Brent. But um, here we go. Since the launch of the PlayStation back in 1995, I can see how it would be easy to label me as a PlayStation fanboy. I've supported the brand every year since then, and I've played just about every Sony exclusive in existence. I'm actually going to admit, sorry, Sony brethren, that at one point I owned an Xbox 360 for a short while, but traded it in two weeks later as Halo and Gears of War did nothing for me. I felt guilty tainting my gaming room with something other than PlayStation products. If if ever there were a game that would uh, help me open my eyes, not only as a fanboy, but also as a gamer, it was Titanfall. Don't we keep going? Oh, sorry. No, that's back nope. to me, right? <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I was messing with the... You should be able to put a URL in the Twitch feed, so... But you might okay. have to come out and come back in into the Twitch. Maybe nope. then it'll it'll work. We're good. Okay, I remember... It's... Okay, so you just read the first paragraph, right? Yep. I remember when watching Titanfall was unveiled. I was instantly turned off by the premise. Even though Respawn Entertainment is primarily composed uh, comprised of developers that had a hand in creating... Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, in my opinion, the best Call of Duty experience ever, it appeared that the game was more influenced by Halo, yawn, than anything else. That alone was enough to deter my interest in the game. The final nail in the coffin for me was when they announced it would be a multiplayer-only game. I mean, come on! If, if you couple that nugget of info with EA's reputation for neglecting pre-order numbers and having just enough servers to keep Battlefield 4 struggling to stay alive, the game was surely doomed, right? Jump ahead to November 2013, the PS4 had finally dropped and gamers everywhere were happy they got the cheaper yet more powerful of the two consoles. Having picked mine up at midnight, number one in line, no I didn't camp, I'm at the age where I have to hmm, at all hours of the night. <laughs> I was ready to jump into next-gen next gaming. At the same time, I was working with Taz which is a moderator, I guess, of a site, on uh, setting this site up. And it occurred to me that it would behoove us to broaden our scope and cover more than just PlayStation hardware and software. 
Having thought over long and hard, despite my disdain for everything Microsoft, I decided to venture out to my local Myers store. Lo and behold, they still had a few Xbox Ones for sale. The morning of November 22nd. This next tidbit is for comedic effect only, but a few days later, I bought a Wii U as well to complete the trifecta. And like the other 83 owners out there, it tur- I tur- I've turned it on uh, maybe twice since both the PS4 and Xbox One have arrived. Hey, I do it for the site and for you guys. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I will admit that I'm a major fan of first-person shooters, more so than any other game genre, even though action games, Uncharted, Metal Gear Solid, and RPGs like Skyrim and Fallout 3 helped raise my interest in story-driven games last gen. I always found my way back to uh, Call of Duty or Battlefield to play with my friends. Having family and friends living in other cities, online multiplayer is a great way to hang out and keep in touch with them. Unfortunately, with this last round of heavyweight first-person shooters, Call of Duty, Ghosts, Battlefield 4, feeling extremely boring and trite, I began wondering if maybe the genre has passed me by or maybe I was losing interest in the gaming altogether. It was so bad that even when those respective games arrived on next-gen consoles along with Killzone Shadowfall, they did very little to reinvigorate my love of the genre. I quickly realized that my love for gaming was still strong as I had a blast playing the likes of Rise, Son of Rome, Better Than Dead, Rising 3, sorry to break it to you, Assassin's Creed 4, (laughs) AC4, Outlast, and Resogun. It was gaming that uh, it wasn't gaming that was the problem. It was the less than fresh feeling I get due to my beloved genre becoming stale. At a crossroads of sort, I gave in to my inner hate for everything Xbox and reluctantly submitted my entry for a Titanfall beta code. What was I thinking? Was I really going to look to a Microsoft exclusive to help jumpstart my feelings towards a genre that I grew to love on PlayStation consoles? I'll be honest with you, I went into this beta expecting to hate it, and I plan to let each and every one of you on Twitter know just how generic of an experience it really was. When the invites started rolling in, I kept checking, but no such luck. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't relieved. The truth of the matter is, I was worried that Titanfall would make me feel foolish for being so so one-sided all those years when I simply laughed at the notion of picking up an Xbox or an Xbox 360. However, as fate would have it, Taz sent me a text saying he had received a beta code, and with that, I was all out of excuses. This was happening, and there was nothing I could do about it. My initial impressions of the beta were good. However, I still think the PlayStation enthusiast in me didn't want to admit that it would be a game that would make me a believer, uh, that would make a believer out of yours truly. It was fun, but adjusting to the added abilities, uh, double jumping, wall running, oh, and titans, uh, that weren't common uh, in those other games mentioned above, and the lack of proper single-player campaign left me wondering if this game would really be the revelation it was hyped up to be. Well, my friends, I've played through the game for a good eight hours or so since the Tuesday uh, launch Tuesday. Uh, could have been more if Xbox Live had not melted down for a few hours. And I have to admit, again, I'm sorry, my Sony comrades, that this game, this Titanfall, 
has left me feeling some type of way. I played seven rounds prior to the great Xbox Live outage of 2014. <laughs> Xbox Twitter fanatics needs to <laughs> chill the f out. By the way, <laughs> try try being offline for a whole month. Good point. And then uh, come <laughs> talk to me about downtime. Cough. PSN hack. Cough. And was able to get familiar familiarized with the controls. While at the same time starting to get a feel for the 13 other maps that shipped with the game. Once the servers were back up, I played for five straight hours into the night. One thing that stood out right away is that even though the gameplay I saw prior to the beta appeared to be more like Halo, it really felt um, felt like most people were approaching it with a Call of Duty mentality. In most games... You'll find pilots, human-controlled characters, on top of most structures camping. Some things never change, as their bots below are engaging other enemy pilots in the area. This would, in turn, reveal their location for an easy kill. Once I began using my pilot's abilities, cloaking is my favorite. Moving quickly from cover to cover while flanking these campers and use double jumping, uh, double jumps and wall running to reach their locations, it became rather easy to make life miserable for my enemies. What makes this game so fun to play is how smoothly everything runs despite everything that's happening on screen. Sure, I came across a few isolated instances where the frame rate dripped, dipped a little, but I have yet to see it drop down to single digits like some other outlets have reported. It may not be the best-looking next-gen game available, but in all honesty, it doesn't have to be. When you have multiple Titans exchanging punches with one another, think Transformers, while pilots engage in heated gun battles below while attempting to avoid being crushed by said Titans, all you need is a steady frame rate and a kick-butt sound system to push the adrenaline level to 10. It didn't matter if we won, lost, or got our butts handed to us. The game was an absolute blast to play. Weapons don't appear to be overpowered, and there seems to be a counter to just about every type of attack, creating that necessary balance in gameplay. I think the reason I enjoy the Twitch shooting style present in Titanfall is because it's not a game based on real-life military personnel and equipment. It's a futuristic sci-fi action shooter where you don't have the grounds to criticize it for not being realistic. When I play a military shooter based on modern times, I want realism. I don't want health regeneration. I don't want respawn. I want consequences for being reckless and for not communicating with my team. With Titanfall, you can suspend disbelief. You can be reckless and respawn, and it feels just right. It's also imperative that you communicate with with your team to call out the location of titans and enemy pilots who are farming bots to call in their own titans at a quicker rate teamwork is essential and being a great teammate makes titanfall all that much more rewarding it's hard for me to admit this but i feel rather foolish for denouncing the xbox brand all these years i was especially hard on them during the time leading up to e3 mainly because i already disliked them their anti-gamer plans infuriated me. However, the F, uh, the FPS war inside of me needed something new, fun, exciting, and fresh. I'm glad I lowered my PlayStation banner enough to give the Xbox One a chance because this is the most fun I've had with a first-person shooter in a really long time. I'm not going to give 
my final verdict on the game just yet, though, as I still have some leveling up to do. I'm currently at a level 32. There is a campaign of sorts that you play throughout oh. multiple that you play throughout multiplayer, but I really believe it only exists so you can unlock the other two chassis for your Titan loadouts. If a Titan, if Titanfall is able to keep things fresh by means of DLC, I really believe this will be my multiplayer game of choice for quite some time. Touche Microsoft, I'm now a proud owner of an Xbox One and look forward to what lies ahead regarding your exclusives. In closing, I have one last thing to say to all PlayStation fanboys out there. Please don't be foolish and judge a game based on watching videos of it on Twitch. You and I both know that it's not the same as actually playing the game and experiencing it for yourself. If you don't like first-person shooters, that's one thing. But to blast a game because it only runs at 792p just makes you look foolish and jealous. You can attack the system for not being able to handle 1080p, but not the game itself. The resolution has absolutely nothing to do with how fun a game plays. Just pray that any sequels are multi-platform. Um, to all the Xbox, fan- Xbox fanboys out there, you have every right to be proud and be a proud Titanfall owner, regardless of what others, especially those that haven't played the game, say about it. There's no denying that this game is fun, frantic, and just what the genre, and let's be honest, the Xbox One needed. Just like you guys and gals are bummed about missing out on Uncharted, don't lie, you know you are. (laughs) PlayStation fans are bummed they're missing out on the action-packed Titanfall. Pray Microsoft continues shelling out money for uh, for this franchise to remain PC and Xbox only. To those of you that bought... Oh, sorry, you want to go... I can finish it out if you want. <laughs> to those of you that brought both consoles and gamers who just enjoy gaming in general, you're doing it right. You don't waste your time with silly Twitter trash talk and, resolu- and resolution gate. You're above the nonsense and enjoy gaming more than anything else. Enjoy all the games on all the systems with all your friends. You can just sit back and watch the others tear each other apart. Um, and that's the end of his uh, article. And. You know, it, it was a little long. We hope it was a little humorous to you. But the, the, the final point, what I really liked about this was that someone who hated Microsoft and just because, you know, Titanfall opened up their eyes. And they, I thought this was a very well-written article. And I know we talked about it. We don't, we don't, we try not to bash the PlayStation. Sometimes we might get a little, uh, you know, do it a little bit. But, you know, I've got a PlayStation 3. I know Rob and Brun have got, had them in the past, too. Um... You know, we've all, we're multiple consoles, we're gamers. You know, it doesn't hurt, it doesn't matter if someone picks it on their console. Just enjoy the games for what they are. And I want to echo, Uncharted was a fantastic series. That's why I bought series. That's why I bought my PlayStation 3. I would love to play Uncharted 4. I wish that series would go multi-platform. It's fantastic. Um, so don't don't be a hater. Be a lover of the games. And that's what it's about. So... Hopefully you guys enjoyed that uh, article. All right. Well, we have we have a few minutes left to crank out the rest of this, right? Yes, we do. All right. Just a few minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do it fast. So uh, we're going to jump into our community topics now. Um, so well, you can follow us at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, join us on our Facebook group. Uh, just search for This Xbox Live. 
Uh, we do have a Twitter account, which we use to announce our new shows and when we're broadcasting. Uh, if you want to leave us a, a voicemail, then go to thisxboxlife.com, click on the send us a voicemail message on the right-hand side of our website, and you, using your computer, you can just leave us a voicemail, and we'll put it into the show and play it back during the section. Um, if you wish to... Um, join in or attempt to, to get the win the $10 gift card for next week, then now is your chance because the box that you see on the screen right now, that is the, that's, that'll be, uh, you need to put that into the contest page. So go to Xbox Live, or this thisxboxlive.com, uh, hit the contest tab, uh, enter your gamer tag and the name of the game you're seeing now on screen, and next week we will pick a random winner for $10 Xbox Live gift card that we will send to you over Xbox Live next Sunday night. All right, so... For the, re for the yeah. retail releases this week, we've got a couple of things on the X360. We've got uh, Yaiba, Ninja Gaiden Z, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, Ground Heroes. Now, this is not the full game, right? This is that, like, teaser, isn't it? Yeah, I believe uh, it is. Yeah. I think yeah. it's only like twenty bucks. I think. Yeah, it's real so it's cheap, and it's yeah, it's, thirty. It's, yeah, the uh, very expensive two-hour game. Yeah, it's basically a demo that you're paying for. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes is on. again. Remember, this is not the full game, and then also Terraria, which uh, is kind of like a side-scrolling Minecraft-ish kind of game, sort of type of thing. Uh, Xbox One has only one title. It's Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. So that's it for the retail releases this week. And then uh, also, uh, we mention this every once in a while you're in the show. Uh, if you're going to be uh, purchasing anything for your console or anything in general, Amazon, please use our affiliate link. It's www.thisxboxlife.com slash Amazon, or you can go to our main page, homepage uh, for uh, this Xbox Life, and then you'll find the link on the right-hand side in the little Amazon box. Uh, get uh, a tiny, itty-bitty fraction of your purchase, uh, and we use it to uh, do cool stuff like tests and, and so forth. The $10 uh, giveaway that we're doing right now is directly from that. And uh, you're cost you anything extra, it's just we get a, a tiny bit of it, and uh, we're giving it back to the community. Yep. Alright. Cool. Um, also remember, if you guys listen to us on iTunes, please rate us five stars to help to get the, the word out about the show. But uh, Do you guys got any Thanks. last items of business? Yeah, I, th I think, Wayne, you might have to uh, go play Titanfall with some people in the community. They're trying to rally everybody together. I would, but I'm going to get dinner, man. I am starving right now. It's 9 o'clock, and I haven't had dinner. I'm starving. You can always do it. Then i got to watch uh, Walking Dead, and then I oh, can yeah. go play Titanfall. There you go. Trust me. Play Titanfall. Save Walking Dead for later. No. You'll thank me. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. We'll see. I'll let you know if I, if I should have taken your advice. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, with that, then, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. And I'm um, Brun, BJ's Victory 3. Have a good one.